his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Murphy from Bring Me the News and uh, Purple Insider joins us every Monday, uh, usually to recap Vikes. They were not uh, playing yesterday. They're bye week. Before we get to the sports, Murph, a couple of questions that uh, we're uh, asking our listeners about today. First of all, I was just talking about I went to my girls' uh, dance competition this weekend, and they didn't accept, like, it was cash only to get in. And it was, was kind of irritating, but then I'm realizing, you know, there probably still is an argument to be made. You should be walking around, at least always have some cash on you. So I'm asking our listeners, what's the right amount of money to always have on you? Well, it's been dwindling a lot for me lately. Yeah. I'm usually without cash. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I'd say, you know, 10 years ago, I'd say 80 to 100. That seemed to be my walking around. Whoa. Not, not, Whoa. Well, not on a daily basis. Is Donald like Trump? Is this Trump on the phone? Jeez. What's that? Is Trump on the phone? Is it Donald oh, Trump? Stop. Oh, oh, stop. Yeah, because I know the newspaper industry. Yeah, is right. So lucrative, lucrative yes. Um, no, I, I always, you know, I, I would take 60 to 80 out at a time. Um, I'm just kind of spitballing yeah. here. Um, yeah, I always tried to have 80 to 100, yep. but like not every day, but like work it down through the week. Right. If that makes sense. That's a that's probably the most common text we're getting between like eighty and a hundred dollars. Dave and I were just saying a twenty, like just have a twenty on you in case you need it, like an emergency, of like gas or whatever. I think that suffices. But yeah, well, the machines are going to be taken over, so we're going to have to start exactly, you know, putting it under the mattress right. at some point. Uh, and the second question, uh, much uh, another light topic: Are you a one Christmas tree household, or do you have multiple Christmas trees in your house? We have one real one, one main room one, one where all the action happens. Yep. Uh, we have a fake in the basement, and the kids have too many ones in their rooms that are also fake. So yes. I guess that would be four total, but one that really counts. Yep, that's acceptable. I, I, I'm, I'm all for put as many trees in your house as you want. And Dave is like, no, you only can have one tree. So You can only have open presents with one, yes. correct? And, one's got to be the main one. one. You, yep, you have to have a main tree, but I think you can have multiple multiple uh, trees. It's like televisions, right? Yeah, exactly. Can't have too many. Uh, all right. Uh, Vikings are off. Packers win last night, so they're 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Let's get to the Vikings first and the big question about what will happen at quarterback. Um, obviously, a lot depends on this week and what happens at practice. If you had to hazard a guess right now, what would you say? You know, after consuming a lot of coverage, which has been somewhat thin for obvious reasons, they've been off for a week and haven't been doing interviews and whatnot. But 
I, I, the way Kevin O'Connell sounded last Monday, he lit, he was leaning toward Nick Mullins, yep. at least as a possibility, because he's not as dynamic as Josh Dobbs. You, you didn't draft him, so you're not looking at potential as you are with, with Jaron Hall. But he's also been in the system the longest and does have the most career starts. So if you're looking to eliminate turnovers and just have a, a game manager, I wouldn't be surprising to see Nick Mullins under center. I'm not ruling out Dobbs yet, but I think after what, what O'Connell saw and what we all saw against Chicago, which mm-hmm. was pretty alarming, that Dobbs and the offense uh, were disconnected. They were overwhelmed. They were unproductive unproductive against a fairly bad team that, that really took away every option that the Vikings had offensively. So now the Raiders, they're 5-7. and seven. Another quote unquote winnable game, but not as winnable probably as Chicago was. Mm-hmm. I will say this it seems like half the state's going to be in Las Vegas next week, so yeah. it'll probably be a neutral site type mm-hmm. game. But I think if you're looking at a, you know, again, you mentioned six and six. I mean, suddenly the, the Packers are right on the Vikings' heels. We thought they were going to be irrelevant. That Christmas Eve game, or I'm sorry, that, that New Year's Eve game in, at, at, at U.S. Bank Stadium suddenly looms larger Huge, than it would yeah, have a couple right, weeks ago. Yeah. So if you're looking for the safe bet, it might be Nick Mullins. If if Dobbs uh, can show some more mastery this week at practice, uh, you know maybe he leans that way again. Um, I forget who's the the rookie they have. I mean, is he factor in at all at this Jaren point? Hall. Did Jaron Hall? I mean, he had a moment against that in, in Atlanta. You know, he was leading a productive drive at, when he took over for uh, for Cousins before getting smashed at the goal line and, and lost for a concussion, and that of course opened the door. For Dobbs, um, I would say if you're ranking them one through three, I'd say Hall is probably the third yeah. most likely to start. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if before the end of the season we see him in some capacity, whether in relief, trying to find a spark, or if the season's slipping away, you want to see what you have in development. Uh, we talked last week, too. You were mentioning you know, the, the, the bowl situation for the, for the Gophers is, is good for the players, and I agree with that 100%. So they're off to the quick lane bowl. Or who, you can't think of the quick lane bowl now without thinking of the Gophers. I mean, they're there for a third time now. Uh, one quarterback leaves. Uh, another quarterback comes in. What do we know about Max Brosmer? Do you know anything about this? is the New Hampshire uh, transfer. Is that right? Yeah, third year, you know, he had three year three year starter uh in New Hampshire, not known for their football prowess, but he did lead the FCS in passing yards last year with 3400 plus and 29 TDs, so it looks like he can he can wing it. I don't know what that's going to do against the Big 10. Yeah. But yeah, you may I mean he's a guy. He's he's a veteran presence. I mean, he's somebody that, you know, you could see taking over the role uh, although PJ Fleck had mentioned after the Wisconsin loss he's going to open it up to competition, which probably uh, you know, convinced, you know, Ethan Kelly McManus, you know, maybe my days here are numbered yep. or at the very least I'm going into my junior year. I want some assurances. I'm going to start, which he didn't really earn that right with his, how poorly he played. So he's in the transfer portal and, and looking for uh greener grass. So, you know, a lot of shit, you know, there's a lot can happen in the next few months. Um, but at the very, the very least they've got Brosmer as a, maybe a placeholder for 2024. And I mean, if you're a quarterback, University of Minnesota doesn't seem like that an attractive a place to come to based on their offense. Based on what Fleck has shown in seven years, which is a very 1985 kind of mentality of run first, protect the ball, manage the game, that could be a product of of the arms he's had, uh, his coaching philosophy, uh, 
where he feels things are at in the game. I mean, I know a lot of fans this year have really been gnashing their teeth at how conservative they've been. So, look, this this Brosmer guy looks like a gunslinger, but again, he played for New Hampshire. So, what what how does that translate into into Big Ten play? But you're right. I mean, it's it, you know, Minnesota's never been a quarterback haven. I mean, good quarterbacks are going to gravitate toward the big programs, the warm weather, the SEC, the former Pac-12. You know. It, it, it is especially if it's the wild west here we don't have any national regulations on yeah. interstate commerce as far as what college programs can do follow the money it's always the same follow the boosters follow the big programs that's where the most talented players are going to go and and minnesota has just never been able to break through from that that muddled middle but that assessment of college football what do you what do you make of college football now, i've never been a huge college football fan mainly because where i live here and i, I didn't go to a big university so i'm not tied to any big program but i've always been a meh on it and now with the situation with the transfer portal with the money these guys are getting now through nil and i look i college athletes i think should be compensated in some way considering what they make for their university but to me it's just becoming less and less interesting to me and it's going to be just because there's going to be so few teams now uh that are competitive and available uh for for the college football playoff it just seems to me like it's it's not heading in a good direction his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt and even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician but with the three percent annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams thanks for everything, mom and dad will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org/savings. Federally insured by NCUA. Five dollar minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I have no issue with the uh, the name, in, image, and likeness movement. I've, I've always kind of been a firm believer. These, I mean, yes, you can make the argument they're getting scholarships to go to college, but let's be honest, a lot of them are there to play yep. play football. Right. And these coaches and programs and boosters, everybody else is making money off of these guys' blood, sweat, and tears. So I don't have a problem with talented college athletes in any sport at any level cashing in on who they are. But it is the Wild West. And unlike other, you know, if you look at the NFL and the NBA, they have and the NHL, they have salary caps. Even baseball, to a certain degree, has has regulations in place and guardrails in place to to make it a little bit more of an even playing field. College football has zero of that right now. So you've got all the big money programs and the big money teams with all the hundred years of boosters and old family money yep. just pouring in and. Right now, it's it's really the haves and the have-nots. And as these conferences consolidate and fewer and fewer, uh, you know, rivalries are being condensed and, and bowl games are being shredded, and now you've got a, a playoff system that's going to expand from four to 12 teams, which is great for TV executives. It's great for viewers. It's not necessarily great for tradition, but it is where the game is at. So I think the commissioners, 
the NCAA, Congress, they all have to get involved mm-hmm. to get some guardrails in here to make it somewhat of a level playing field. It's never going to be a level playing field, but right now it's uh, it's like the railroad industry in the 1800s. I mean, everybody that can make a buck is going to gravitate toward those large uh, monopolies almost yeah. at this point. Uh, if the Wolves continue as they are, uh, it's going to get uh, awfully fun, I think, around here in the next couple of months. They're a fun team to watch. Yes, you know, I'm, I've yep. never been a huge basketball guy or NBA guy, especially in this market. Mm-hmm. But uh, there seems to be an energy and a vibe uh, surrounding the team in the in the arena. Look, they're fifteen and four. I mean, the, the other shoe has not dropped yet. I mean, they're close to a quarter of the way through the season, and they're the best team in the West. And they're doing it now. The last couple games without Anthony Edwards, who's who's out with a hip pointer. Um, nice road win at Charlotte yesterday after defeating Utah and Oklahoma City here last week at home. Rudy Gobert had a big night defensively and offensively. Um, they're getting contributions from role players like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was kind of thrown to the, the Mike Connolly deal. Um, you know, they got really bad San Antonio and Vancouver teams this week in town at Target Center. It's uh, There's potential there. I and mean, we've seen these, you know, Spurts in the past where they put together a good 10, 12 game streak, and you wonder, is this the year? Is this the year? Are they going to move themselves into the upper echelon? I just think the way they're playing, the balance that they've had defensively, offensively, everybody contributing. There doesn't seem, you know, obviously Towns is healthy. Um, they seem to be coalescing pretty well. It's a long way to go, but uh, it's it's a it's at least a decent product and an optimistic product to watch, and it's been a long time coming. Yeah, and Towns is actually playing really well over the last couple of games. Sounds like seems like he's buying in at least a lot more than he has in the past. Uh, we'll finish with the Wild here. You've covered hockey. You've covered Wild uh, in this market. Uh, there's something about hockey when when coaches get fired that shakes up a team. And we're seeing with the Wild, they're they're uh, now they've won all three games since firing Dean Evason. I don't think Dean Evason was the problem, but uh, it's one of those moves that seems to work when co- when general managers do that. Yeah, there's a shot of adrenaline uh, going through the team right now. I think there's a tremendous sense of guilt and accountability that comes with a guy losing his job, along with an offensive or uh, an assistant coach as well. This is the exact same team they were a week ago. Yep. This is the exact same roster that started the season. And suddenly they're playing like a team again. I mean, they're both goaltenders look sharp. The penalty killing has been superb. Power plays coming a lot, coming to life. Everybody's contributing offensively. Yeah, this is this is the team we thought they had the potential to be because they haven't changed much. But uh, John Hines comes in and, and says all the right things, and 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 he's an experienced coach who's also experienced with taking over in the middle of a season for for a fragile team as he did in Nashville. Uh, good good news so far. It's still a long way to go, but mm-hmm. if you have to like what you see. And now they got a big road trip to Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Seattle, and the Flames and the Kraken are ahead of them in the playoff standings, so they they can make some hay here. I I think what should be optimistic is that you know the the goal scores they weren't scoring have snapped their streaks. The special teams that was so bad are really coming around. And as I mentioned at the top, Philip Gustafson and even yesterday Mark Andre Fleury looked great against Chicago. Um, everything is clicking. So, you know, at a certain point, Hines is going to really take over the reins and, and, and he's going to put his imprint on this team. I think he's just kind of discovering the personalities and, and playing styles and just kind of letting everybody be themselves. And that tremendous burden and pressure of the seven game losing streak, we lose our, you know, we get our coach fired. 
it's, it almost feels like there's just a, a breath of fresh air. Now, how sustainable that is, that's up to them to, to maintain. But for now, it looks like it was the right move at the right time. You mentioned all the Minnesotans heading out to Vegas for the, for the Vikings and Raiders. You are one of them. Uh, very funny pieces the last couple of seasons uh, when you've traveled uh, to road games. So uh, we look forward to uh, what you find in Vegas. Well, I think it's not what I find. It's what's going to find me, I think. So um, Washington and L.A. are one thing, but Vegas is a whole different animal. So I'll, uh, hopefully I'll be able to survive it all and, and have something to talk about next Monday. Excellent. Thanks, Murph. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Brian Murphy uh, from Bring Me the News, Purple Insider. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.